0: Hi, Travis. Hey, Kenny. Hey. Look at the building up to it. It's a Lego podcast. Now, now with new hosts and maybe even the topic in the title of the video. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? We got a topic for you tonight, but then again, we do. We we have a topic for you every time. But before we get into that, let's talk about if. We got anything that that might not go so well though. I don't think I got anything. Kenny, do you think you got anything? Uh, I don't think I got anything. <laughs> Travis, have you gotten anything in like the past forever?
1: Um, I did recently buy something. Let me
0: pull it out. Um, it's the piano, isn't it? Three thousand dollar piano. That. Clear Hans.
1: Harry Potter. Um, that, it was not
0: a lot of that clearance stuff.
1: You know, I found a little bit and it wasn't. Um, it wasn't that clearance. There was only 20% off, which in my opinion is not clearance, but it was more of an impulse buy. I just saw it and I was like, yeah, what the hell? I'll get it. So I haven't, got the haven't um,
0: you, uh, traditionally been fine with 20% off.
1: In a I, sense, yes. That's kind of my threshold for just buying Lego in general is 20% off is my minimum. I, I typically don't pay full retail for anything. But uh, for clearance, you know, 30 to 50% is kind of what I'm looking for. Um, I also got the um, whatever this dragon thing is.
0: <laughs> dragon.
1: And I only, same thing, it was impulse buy, it was only 20% off, but I wanted the dragon wings. So Yeah, these are
0: just parts for you, right?
1: Right, yeah. So I, I look at more or less the parts, and this guy was the um, something. There was something in here I saw. I like all the, the leaves. that can be useful. You like the, the five leaves it comes with? Oh there, no! There's more in there. I don't. I can't tell. Oh yeah, maybe ten. <laughs> <laughs> ten well, it's Definitely
0: not for the the trans cleared stag, right?
1: <laughs> no, I mean the trans. No, it's trans light sparkle blue or something. Oh, yeah, it's it's pretty messed up.
0: There's only so many uses for that. In fact, I I got a a camel and an ostrich recently from like the Prince of Persia era. And I had to look up the prices on those because it's been long enough where I don't know where the price sits at currently, and I needed the pricing for my store. <clears throat> and uh, I, when I was looking at the camel, I noticed that you can see on Bricklink what colors users will have that part in on their wanted list. That was a lot of prepositions, and. Uh, there is people who have it listed in trans light blue or trans glitter light blue, whatever they have it listed on their wanted list in that color, because I guess the deer came out in that color, so they're like, I hope I can get a camel in that color retroactively somehow. You gotta dig through some kind of back alley German dumpster to find that. Yeah.
1: Oh it gets its own special bag. Let's see what this thing is. Of course, the lighting is not
0: I, have to sew. I love all of the uh, the the mold marks inside.
1: <laughs> right I feel like I pull it, I could pull it apart.
0: So does that mean that that is technically an assembly when it's m- made? Even though you couldn't really take it apart now.
1: I mean I can see the I can see the mold line right down the middle, almost kind of like a like a a cheap toy you buy off of the shelf. And the, the antlers are kind of this rubber material.
0: Yeah. They'd break way too easily if they weren't.
1: And then I guess there's a a sparkle. Yeah, there's a sparkle one by two brick that goes in there to fill in the the footwell right up in there yeah i didn't get it for this i got it for the the leaves yeah that's all i got a couple a couple non-clearance slash clearance harry potter sets
0: i don't i don't quite know where the the clearance is actually happening i'm just happy that the walmart's near me have all those set still, so there's hope that the clearance will come this way at some point and it's not as if I've completely missed it already then again there's not that many of them left so I don't know what there's going to be to buy
1: yeah I've, I've really quit kind of going out on the hunt for clearance because honestly a lot of the stores around me are just wiped out of Lego altogether so they're just yeah. they're just facing like Twenty copies of the same set across a whole shelf.
0: Yeah, and, and it's and it's all that um the, the Ninjago uh, cold three wheel motorcycle thing. And yeah, and the, then uh, the Molten Man uh, Spider Man set.
1: Yep, and then a couple four plus sets
0: of whatever. Stores are putting an
2: effort to face them out, like you just have empty shelves, like the whole aisle is just waiting for restock.
0: I think that's protocol to to front face everything if they can't restock. But I don't know. I don't work there. <laughs> I don't know their ways. All I know is that they have massive end caps of those those sets that they Classic. bought in bulk for I guess for Black Friday last year. That's wow, that's crazy. They bought them Pre-holiday last year, that that one Ninjago set, the one Spider-Man set, and I want to say there's a third thing, but that might have actually sold down by now because I don't see it as many many of them there. But all the Walmarts near me have a full back-end cap of those sets where if that were to drop in price, it'd be phenomenal. It'd be a great buy because you'd get 30, 40 of each. But it has not dropped in price here. People have found them for like five dollars these twenty thirty dollar sets, but uh they're still sixteen and twenty four here and that's that's fine, but it's not go buy them all price so I guess uh tell us <clears throat> about yourself, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Travis,
1: so, so if anyone doesn't know me, I run a very popular YouTube channel called String Cheese and Applesauce. Um, it's actually not very popular. It's probably not popular at all. But um, Chris and I have gone way back, um, many years back in the uh, um, what is that? The brick brick. Uh, when, what what's the convention you used to work for? Brickfest. BrickFest, yeah, all, all the brick conventions. So, um, you know, we met years ago there. But, um, yeah, I, I don't do many videos anymore. I've recently moved into this new room in my house, so that's kind of been consuming a lot of my time. But I have intentions of starting to create more content slash bring the channel back alive. So in the meantime, I've just been doing my own Lego thing. Your so, content um,
0: was always really strong. I I don't know if you're gonna find that the times have changed, and if you do more of the same that you used to do, it doesn't get the same effect as it did then. I just remember <clears throat> thinking, this guy's putting in the work, and he's getting the views he deserves, and and the 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 popularity he deserves for that work, and and that's he, he were doing better than me from day one, right.
1: Well, there, there was many things that I think when I started my channel, I was kind of riding the wave of when AdSense was actually paying out money and I was getting a lot of views and I was actually getting a good amount of money from YouTube. And it, it kind of motivated me to keep doing that. But then when the adpocalypse hit and everything kind of crashed, it really demotivated me to put the time into it although my passion to do it is still there. I'm just, I'm stuck between, do I waste my time for just for fun or do, is there a potential for a little bit of monetization? And like you said, I, I don't think that it, the, the way I used to do it is probably not going to be any type of return on it if I continue to do it that way. So Um, my ideas are more, the, the content that I would be creating would be more of like a, almost like a meme type skit, uh, related to Lego. And, you know, there's a a few channels that I like to watch where they just do like little 30 second little videos where they're just doing like this little creative kind of skit but what i want to do is center that around lego so like for example this this little sparkle guy i could do a little 30 second bit on something funny about him um, so m- the ideas that i want to do are different type of entertaining content based around lego what were your, what were your like previous videos on were they-, they so you know that kind of goes back to why my my channel is named string cheese and applesauce it's because the the videos that i were doing were very experimental i was just trying a bunch of different stuff and i started my first probably 15 20 videos were me literally taking a built lego set and dropping it on the ground and just letting it explode
0: (laughs) i don't even think i remember those ones
1: yeah, I, and I just titled them drop test. So it was like today we're going to drop test this. The point of it was we knew what was going to happen with the Lego. It was going to it was going to break. There, there was no testing the the strength of it, so I would take a full modular building and drop it and we're like, but I was kind of like talking all scientific, I was like, oh, there's some technique in here, so this is gonna hold together real well, and then I drop it and it just shatters and I replay it in slow motion
0: i do, uh, and, but you it, know what the slow motion I do remember them
1: so it was it was meant to be like a a meme type of joke video, but it pissed off like all the Lego fans like I was getting hate comments basically saying you're destroying your Lego. It's broken. Now you did all this, spent all this time building it. Yeah. But they didn't realize that that's kind of what I wanted to do. I was just like, putting the parts away anyway. Oh so, God. so I, I played with quite a few different topics in my videos where I was just doing different stuff just to see what worked And I ended up finding that kids love to watch me build a Lego set. And so I created a completely separate channel just for building Lego sets. And I did the bulk of my videos on that channel and my string cheese and applesauce channel was still kind of my experimental where I would just create just random different types of videos. They ended up being all Lego related. But it was more or less my my playground slash trial area for creating content.
2: Now, in the in the video where you would build a set, would you link the drop test of that same set? to
1: it? I, I would. Yeah, yeah I would put it. in the comments. I would say, "You want to see me drop this? Click on this link." And there'd be like little cards that popped up. You know, I, I took advantage of everything YouTube was giving me, <laughs> you and drop this? yeah. <laughs> So, See the, uh, the um,
0: fateful conclusion of this set. Click the card yeah. now.
1: Well, and I, I remember one of my kind of semi-viral, and they, they were never really got viral, but one of them that kind of went viral was I took one of the dumb little Lego boats that had the, the pre-molded hull that, that actually does float because it, it wasn't one of those boats that says does not float on the box. So my, the video title was, Will This Boat Float? And I just put it in the sink, and it floated. And that was it. And people watched <laughs> that video forever. I was just like, what the hell? So it was just dumb, dumb videos like that. And that's kind of what I want to get back into, but kind of just take it to the next level of just silly little videos of like stuff that makes perfect sense to most anyone, but I, with like a twist. So I just kind of just like, just do dumb little things.
0: You know, like some ideas would still work now. I I still hear people rambling on about the floating boats. Right. That could work. You could do, (laughs) will it float? And you just kind of spear a boat into a pool and it doesn't float because you speared it and it's submerged. You're like, oh, guess not.
1: Well, and I had someone comment on one of that on that video. I mean, this is kind of the reactions that I want is when someone commented saying, "Oh, when I was a kid, I would play with my Lego in the bathtub and all of my Lego floated." And I'm just like, "What?" Like like he said or whoever it was said that everything that they put in the tub floated. I was like, "Okay, that's my next float test." I'm just <laughs> like gonna everything. dump a bin of Lego in the tub. <laughs>
2: Bins behind you. Will these float? <laughs> Some. Did. I mean, I,
1: I honestly, I haven't tried it, but I don't imagine it's like styrofoam that'll just come to the surface of the water and all the, the Lego's individual
0: pieces. Float. A lot of it will float. Um, that might actually be a semi-scientific video to figure out what exactly about different kinds of pieces make them float or not. I was trying to clean a lot of stuff, and I was getting mad. I couldn't figure out which ones would or wouldn't. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's something to it. I, I don't know. Yeah. Density. Yeah. So...
1: So, in the, in the meantime, since I've um, really haven't been creating a lot of content, I've just been building, you know, so I've... Um, I really got... Um, Kind of a bug when I started going to conventions, and I, I love doing that just kind of interacting with the community in person. So, um, I went on a streak where I was going to a couple conventions a year, um, if not you know, four or five a year. Um, and so just building stuff and bringing stuff to those conventions is a time consumer in itself. So it, I didn't have a lot of time for the videos, but now that um you know lockdown and the whole pandemic deals hit, I'm kind of reorganizing everything and kind of getting back in that that mindset of okay, now I can I have everything organized to where I could start probably creating content again as well as continue to keep building
0: You could also milk that new Lego room of yours for a bunch of videos. Everyone likes to see a Lego room and a and a move.
1: Right. The walkthrough. The the famed Lego room tour. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just show my
0: studio, my Lego studio, my Lego production studio tour.
1: Well, I do have a, you know, we. This is my. This is the the build area. But in, in our house we have another room or two that has Lego displayed, so it could be studios. <laughs> <laughs> I got I have multiple
0: That's studios great. In the um, house. Did I I feel like I ranted that recently, but I also ranted it again today. In one of the one of the what's up with Lego videos that I recorded today. Wait, wait, I, wait. I go a little too far into the plural of studio and how your bedroom as a kid doesn't count as a studio's. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I heard that somewhere, and I was just like, "Wait, was it you?" <laughs> I think it was
0: here last week, but you, you'd have to tell me. <laughs> That's I, I often often uh, think of how many times can you link studios and productions in repetition before it stops making sense. It's my it's the lego production studios production studios you can keep going and it still makes sense though none of it's true whatever we're not here for that (laughs) (laughs) okay um well i know hopefully we don't scare travis off and he's a new voice for the show uh we're on (laughs) we're on host watch 2020 still (laughs) where where is everybody i don't know I'm just trying to make this weekly show happen. Kenny's got my back, even though he doesn't have a good microphone. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's everything. It's both microphones. They do the same thing. I I wish I knew what to tell you to fix it, aside from, I don't know, try to buy everything brand new that's not the same thing you have right now, but nobody wants to do that. It happened
2: when I was on my phone the other night, like two weeks ago.
0: uh from the hotel i don't think so
2: yeah it was just the two of us just the two of us
0: okay well (laughs) we had we had almost a topic as i think kenny put it earlier we were fleshing it out i i pitched him a topic and then realized after pitching it that we had i had already run through the entire topic in just the pitch so take that for what you will but Travis might be able to extend that topic into uh, a show you want to listen to, slash watch. <laughs> so it started with, I, I go for a walk like every day, and I, I really, really, really try to come up with topics for the show, but I often fall short. <laughs> Somehow, Paul can ask Nerd Rage Radio every week like 15 questions, but he can't ask us any questions ever here. Paul! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, recently, I've been, in the, I've been in the Gundam for about four and a half years now. And in the last two weeks or so, the, uh, the influencer of influencers on YouTube, uh, PewDiePie, uh, not that I watch any of their content because it's, it's for eight-year-old boys and I am not that, he built some Gundam. And the the Gundam community, as strange as it is, and as worldwide as it is, has a polarizing effect from this. Some of them think, this is great, he's going to get more people into the hobby, and more sales will happen, and Bandai will create more products for all of us. And the other half are saying, no, he's inviting in all these people who don't deserve to be part of this hobby, and it's going to make everything scarce and... And no one's gonna have a good time. They're both fairly valid points, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to relate that to Lego. So there was a brick set article recently that I, I hate to say to call it an article. It's a brick set Toast. title, title, and couple sentence paragraph followed by a big old comment section, <laughs> which I I, I skimmed because it was a big old comment section, and it was kind of the same comments that you got from the Gundam community. But the, the article was about how LEGO has put out more direct-to-consumer sets this year, 2020, than ever before. And we've we've done... When we did the uh, the the every year bracket, 32-year bracket, whatever it was, uh, to figure out the best year for LEGO products, we looked at... And we directly told you the number of SKUs, according to Brick set that LEGO puts out every year. And it's up in like the seven to 800 range nowadays. It fluctuates a little bit, but it's overall only gone up with how many things they put out. And we've talked about how that's several LEGO sets a day, every day, all year, if you want all of them. Some of them are small, some of them are big, sure, whatever. And there's all these exclusives that you have to chase, these in-store builds these places that are carrying Lego now in the absence of Toys R Us that you never consider like party city has Lego. What? But that's a thing. I haven't gone and seen it myself, but I've, I've seen that they're clearancing it because they should never have had it in the first place. So check out your party city for some clearance <laughs> Lego, maybe. Um, I got too far off the rails. <clears throat> you got a little off the runner. <laughs> uh, well, a bit.
1: The, something that, that, Really, you know, the the direct consumer things doesn't bother me personally too much because I know what I like and I'll just chase certain things that I want. The things that bother me are the the Lego shoes and Lego jeans and these these stupid little you know team ups with these random companies. It's like I, where where does it end? Forget yeah, just the yeah. sets. Now they're they're getting into clothing and. Who knows? There's going to be a, a Lego sports drink next, and a, you I wonder, know, I, I, I don't know Lego that that kind league. of bothers you me. You
0: heard it here first. The Lego leaks. The Lego sports drink is coming. It's a uh, Gatorade brick punch. Yeah. yeah,
2: sold exclusively at Wawa. Hell yeah! I, uh, I, I look at those kinds of things as just, you know, if I'm not into it, it's just more revenue for the company, which hopefully means more things that I will like when it's when it is like the shoes and stuff because i feel exactly the same as you i have zero interest and yeah but
1: there are going to be some of those psychopaths out there that collect everything and they're going to want to get the shoes and want to get their you know size 48 jeans and whatever they can they can get
0: I (laughs) i love it so i so lego is in a way a collectible and no one is expected to get everything that Lego puts out, but because it can be considered a collectible, there's this compulsion in some people to try to get everything that Lego puts out. It's kind of natural for that kind of product. you see it in other kinds of products you wanna you wanna get everything they put out. Lego just happens to be a company that puts out so many things it becomes a real challenge for a person to get them all as even if you have the money, the runaround to try to get all of these, this is here, that is there. This, this was a 37 minute window at midnight (laughs) that, that one, you have to go and buy this thing to get that thing. Oh, but it's all sold out. You better be in line. It's, it's too much of a challenge. And, a lot of the, the trendy companies will, will do those <laughs> exclusivity maneuvers where it only makes the brand more powerful to put out a product that not everybody can have. And I totally get it. It's a business move. But <clears throat> these.
1: But, you know, if it's a business move or not, it's ultimately up to the consumer to decide if they're going to be one of those people that has to have everything. And I don't think the amount of people are out there compared to how much they're releasing. And a, a good example of that is ever since the, the, um, the winter village sets come out every year. That's the only thing that my wife wants to buy. She, she likes the Lego hobby. She's okay with me doing everything. But the only thing that she wants that comes out every year is that winter village. And I, Luckily, that's never like a, a scarce item anyway, Yeah. but she has collected all of them. She has all of them, but that is a very small, specific theme that she wants. And I'm kind of at that, that same mindset, whereas I know the particular things that I want. And if if they want to release every $800 set every two weeks, that's fine. I'm not going to buy them unless... It's that one set that I like maybe one once a year.
2: Yeah, so I, I, I'm with you uh, on that for sure too, like uh, in all the different hobbies that I'm into. I personally am not that completionist that needs all of the things. I do pick the things that I like. Now, most of the time I like most of them, so that ends up being close to the mark. But I wonder how many more people are into collecting all of a theme and not all of all things. You know what I mean? So like if you have somebody that's like, I'm going to get all inside, and that's a finite amount of things. It's, you know, I don't don't know how many per wave, like six to to 10 or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, uh,
1: it's funny you mentioned that because when I, before I had, you know, the collection that I had, the um I tried to do that at one point where I was like, I'm gonna buy all of a certain wave of something. It may have been which one dropped um, the
0: best out of the wave? Yeah, the best of the wave, drop I, test.
1: I think it was I think it was Nexo Knights, where I bought every Nexo Knight set just to see if I could get it. Now the the, the, the mass produced ones were easy to do that. But then I was like, oh, I got all of them. Let me see if I can get all these little poly bags and all the other random little
0: things. And
1: I I tried that for about 30 minutes and I said, fuck this. There's no way I'm getting all this. And I I was done. And after I tried to do that, I was like, you know what? I like Ninjago. I like, you know, this certain theme, you know, maybe an occasional Technic set or two. But other than that, You know, there's no way I can even collect a single theme of something.
2: See, like, I I guess I just come from the simple side of the realm of tracks, where I would just... (laughs) I would go, okay, Spireus has six sets, and I get the six. Now, the things that come out that are the two-pack in Canada only, I understand, in some cases, wanting those, but... uh, so recently I was trying to get pretty much all of the space from, like, the, you know, from Space Police 1 to uh, UFO or whatever, Galaxy Force Squad, whatever. And I wasn't going after all those crazy things because I was just kind of like, whatever. And then Chris tells me about the random little Spireus ship that I could just go build. It <clears throat> wasn't a big, big deal. So obviously you have the, you know, the the, the complete hitbox sealed package people too you know what i mean especially with poly bags i always feel like it's almost not worth it to open those (laughs) especially if you're they're always like the same character you know what i mean he's got a black helmet instead of a green one it's like i have a black helmet here and i can make that
1: and leave that but but that's that's the way that you collect in theory there are some completionists out there that want it want everything yeah and i guess that kind of brings back to like the main topic of if they're going to if they don't pick a specific theme and they just want everything that Lego produces, that's, that's not possible.
2: How many warehouses do they own? Yeah, like just the yeah. space, never mind the, the, the money or whatnot. And you know that's not all the Lego that they own. They got some from the year prior, even if it's not all of them. But yeah, that's just it. You, you said it. It's not possible. Who's trying to do these things?
0: So disregarding stuff outside the system, like the shoes and the the jeans that look like they ripped out of 1991 and and, uh, all the gear. Aside from that, everything that you buy from LEGO can be taken apart and assimilated and used in a different way, which it lends itself to the whole I got to get everything because I have to have the broadest palette. Possible, uh, it's. I, I hesitate to um, pick some other collectible to compare it to. Let's just go with pops, I guess, because that's a thing where it can't be anything else except for money. It can't be anything else, and people want to get all of them. Maybe they want to get some certain themes. Maybe they want to get everything. They're all numbered, so it's it's really compulsive to to buy them all. But with Lego. Even if you buy every product they put out that's in system, it doesn't have to be that product anymore. You can just increase right. your, your building potential, which is, it, it's it's a hobby outside of the part where you collect it. So it's it's tricky to say there's no reason to buy everything because there almost is.
1: Wait, say that again. There's there's almost a reason to buy everything. Or there yeah, isn't?
0: because everything everything in system can be taken apart. And oh, be parts to build with for increasing your uh, ability to build stuff by having right. parts from everything they put out.
1: So that's I think that's a builder perspective. I think when you look at some of the the director consumer sets, like you know, say the the uh, what is that the that Manchester stadium thing someone's (laughs) buying that that's a a soccer or football fan, however you you say it, they're not necessarily looking at that as parts. So a lot of these direct to consumers are not necessarily someone's part collection, although it could be, I think it's more it's trying to get that impulse by the, from the one or two people that don't necessarily buy Lego in hopes of just gaining that extra sale. But then the collectors then have to buy it too, because you got to have them all. But, you know, like, I I don't know who's buying the piano. Um, You know, just, there's just random sets that just doesn't don't make sense. to me. I truly
0: had no idea it was that big or expensive. I saw a picture on Instagram yesterday of the, um, the ISS, the International Space Station box, and the grand Piano yeah. box behind it, and the ISS is not a small set box wise the grand piano was was huge behind it. I was like, "All right, fair enough, it's huge. I had no idea. I guess I just didn't care about it so much and and couple that with I had no idea ideas would be bold enough to put out something so unsellable. <laughs> like where what are you doing, ideas? That this is maybe maybe there's a huge market for that. In fact, in fact, uh on Saturday, about five minutes before I was closing the store, somebody came in and they're like, Do you have the piano? I'm like, Are you serious? <laughs> the the three hundred the the really expensive three hundred fifty dollar piano? He goes, Yeah yeah, nobody's got it, I can't find it anywhere. I'm like, No, we don't have that. <laughs> It's like, wow, this guy came in and asked about the piano. <clears throat> uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know. But I mean, I see, like, for example, the uh, the Nintendo set with the little TV. I think that's hitting a, a pretty good well, market of of people that don't necessarily buy Lego. But it also captures probably almost everyone that is already buying Lego that they want that set. So there, there's some that that kind of makes sense, but the, then they turn around and make those little Duplo Mario things. That once again, I don't. It's not. It's not for me, but I'm sure
2: I don't people know, are buying. So, so those those drive me crazy because I I I'm with you. It's not for me, but also I don't know who it's for because the price point to get into it is so high. And if you want to do Mario things, you can play the game for much less money, and also. There isn't, and it's so. You do it one time, and you go, "I got coins and cool." Like you know, what you don't do in Mario? Fucking collect coins. Nobody collects the coins. The internet, so like, what's they're taking the one thing that you don't do and being like, give us a lot of money to do that, and then that's it. And then uh, I don't get it. But yeah, they integrated that with uh, with with that set. So my my, uh, my my buddy got it with his with his son, and they were trying to track down to get the Mario guy so he plays the music or whatever it is but it's fine It it's fine but
0: yeah uh, I think the Mario uh, sets are aimed at the same demographic that the Minecraft sets are aimed at it's like this is something you could just go do digitally but here you can do the same or a similar thing physically
2: now so I, I, I am no expert on either of them. But to me, it looks like in Minecraft, you're actually building something. Whereas the Mario ones, you put, you go, here's a plate. And then here is another plate. Oh, it's a course. You know, and like, it's, uh, at least in Minecraft, you're building a little diorama or whatnot, basically. So, like, uh, there's more to that to me, an outsider that's not interested in it. It's, it's,
0: it's for somebody it's mario is for more people than the shoes and the jeans are for well yeah if if i find out that the shoes and the jeans are coming in adult sizes i don't know what <laughs> i'll do I'll, I'll i'll absolutely lose it because if it's for kids that's i make sense i get it but if, but if those are coming in adult sizes i don't want to see these adults Like, uh, I'll stop going to conventions because I don't want to see these clothes on adults (laughs) stinking, stinking on adults. Uh, Did I also see that that, in that clothing line, they're doing hats, like very similar to the hats that have been offered for quite some time now, but hats that with little sections that you could put studs on.
1: I have not seen that.
0: Because you know how the but, jeans have like a little sewn-in patch of base plate or some kind of plate where you could dot-style connect some tiles to it? Uh, um, yeah. As awful as that sounds. You could do the, ba- the back pockets of your jeans, and then when it, you end up falling off all over school, and you sit down, I and that hurts. I, um, can't I think I saw they have a hat that has a small patch of the same thing on it, so you can build on your hat. It's just, Paul would say it's another... Convent- Lego convention staple that Lego's going, oh, we could do that.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll boldly predict that there'll be adult sizes. Yeah.
0: Heavy clearance. yep I
2: I, I I don't even think that's a bold prediction. I think that's just a slave dunk prediction.
0: <laughs> so, the other part of that conversation is what do you think the outcome could be if uh, an influencer whose demographic is mostly people who aren't into Lego, be it age, sex, or, or just interest. And they, they start promoting Lego in a way that gets a whole big swath of people who don't buy much Lego or any Lego into it. In these times where there's too many sets and you can't buy them all as, a, as an individual... And they're not producing as much right now because factory closures, and there's exclusives here, there, and everywhere. What do you think would happen if suddenly uh the the buying community was flooded with a bunch of new people who may be in it for right now or maybe in it for good, but they're also eaten from the same pot I don't know whatever the the expression is.
1: I mean, you know, I kind of feel the same way as far as with the quantity that they're producing. Whereas if that were to happen, I don't think it would affect me. It would more or less affect the people that are trying to complete their collection with all the sets. Um, If anything, it may in a weird way, grow the Lego community. But I think it'll just be a, a a phase where they may swipe up a few, you know, sets that they see said influencer, you know, build or do whatever. And then once they do that, they, they may just kind of drop out of the hobby altogether. I, I Honestly, I don't see it being that big of an effect. But I'm saying that personally, it wouldn't affect me at all because um, I'm at a, a point where I just... You know, like you said, look for the parts and the the part price has to be right. So I'm not look, necessarily looking for a collectible. Um, it, it, they would have to make, I don't even know what they would—they could make that would just make me stand in line to buy. I mean, that that's kind of where I'm... Way.
0: I, I don't think there's anything Lego could put out where I'd be a day one purchaser. I mean... And I've fallen pretty hard out of of collecting Lego, uh, I've got two sets: the Ninjago City yeah. and the Docks, and then I've got this uh, Apocalypseburg here that I'm never going to build because it's worth right. too much now to open. But I, I don't know what they could put out. The other, the other angle of that is: what if the influencer was somebody in the uh, like the retail arbitrage zone? What if it was somebody who has a huge following of just people with money who don't know how to invest it. Because apparently there's all these people out there who have tons of money and they're like, tell me how to invest my money because I just don't know what to mm-hmm. do with my life. What if somebody with a huge following in the, the resale game influenced a bunch of people with money to go, hey, go out and buy all the Lego. It's kind of like every time that Lego is worth more than gold article makes its cycle Makes its revolution around the sun. What if somebody did that, and again, a new group of people is buying up a whole bunch of Lego, and it's probably temporary, but it's gonna have the similar effect.
1: I mean, I feel if they don't know what to do with their money now, they're not gonna know how to resell it anyway. So, I, I, I I don't like. You know, there's gonna be a potential loss on availability if they do do that, I I find that that particular thing hard to believe. I, it's hard for me to think of a scenario where an influencer could do that because don't, I mean, all influencers have their certain audience as far as, you know, like eight year old audience, you know, teenagers or adults. Depending on what audience they hit, I mean, if they're influencing eight-year-olds to go out and buy all their Lego, eight-year-olds aren't going to do that.
0: They can't even but drive the, the Target. Um, to Target.
1: But I, I don't imagine a, a 20-something-year-old with you know, a ton of money running to Target and buying all the four-plus sets because someone told them to. I, I mean, they I don't even know if they would know what they're buying. I, I don't know. That's a hard question. I mean, I think you could answer that the best because you're the reseller.
0: Kenny, you got anything to say? I just feel very influenced right now. <laughs> I, I maybe it's because I have the store, but I encounter a lot of people who, they you know, they've done well for themselves. They have a good job, <clears> and they've got this extra money, and they they think that they can make more money by in, investing in Lego, but they have no idea how to, aside from just buying everything they see i just if you have a bunch of money can't you just be happy in life that you have a bunch of money and buy the things you want I maybe maybe i'm contradicting myself but do you really have to reinvest it or can you invest it in your life yeah that's that's uh a little bit more uh philosophical i guess cuz I, I i make i make money but then i also buy more lego to sell more lego it's i don't have like a stop working right now money but uh i could i could take the rest of the year off if i wanted to <laughs> i don't know, I, yeah, but- I see a lot of people who are just eager to invest in lego and so that every lego set goes up in value after it retires this is a fact and even the dots e- every lego set will go up in value after it retires <laughs> <laughs> like find me something from 5 years ago that isn't at least worth msrp uh in, in system i'll say cuz i'm not going to count like the the Car- Vinyl wrapped cardboard lunch boxes, storage cases, things like that. That's the other thing about Lego is that Lego fans only want more Lego. They don't want this fringe shit. That I think the jeans and the shoes and the hats are going to be, and the IKEA drawer thing. I think those are all very fringe, and it's not going to go well.
2: I feel so. I don't know much about that, but I feel like that's the closest to home it looks like you're like don't they look like some sort of base plate situation
0: yeah and it comes with like a classic set worth of parts yeah so i i feel like that's
2: closer to what somebody will want but still i mean it's not gonna uh, i will i refuse to be influenced to get that
1: yeah it, it definitely has its target audience for The mom who's looking to store their kids' Lego somewhere, and they're like, "Oh, here's a storage container that looks like Lego." So, you think it would do
0: better if it didn't come with more Lego? As far as the the mom who wants to store the Lego, she might get turned off by the idea that it's also buying more Lego.
1: (laughs) Well, and if there's Lego in it, there's actually less storage room in it because now you have to.
0: (laughs) Got to think about storing here. You're buying the solution, but you're also buying some more problem as yeah. far as a mom's concerned. Uh, but if the, the other part of investors buying up a whole bunch of Lego all of a sudden, or in general, the more people who are buying these sets and holding them, the less increase in value any of them are going to have. Because if, if 10 people are buying modulars and reselling them after they, after they retire... That's fine. If 100 people are doing it, and these are all proportional numbers, A 100 that's, people are doing it, then 90 of them are going to cut their losses and sell it for less than it would have gone up to, and 10 people are going to wait it out.
2: Right. That's that's the same thing with people going, oh, if I, if I kept all my baseball cards, I'd be a millionaire. And it's like, yeah, you and everybody else say that, but if you kept all your baseball cards, they wouldn't be special. And that's why companies—they've learned to put the words "collector's item" or "collector's edition" on things to get those clowns to think they're investing into something, no matter how. Oh, it's a dollar now, but like my kids are gonna go to college on this, you know. When I sell it, you know, like people are fucking dumb, and they don't understand that not everything is gonna make them a ton of money. Now, business models like uh, like like if done right, like are obviously great, you know what I mean, and then you know, some people sell more like, complete sets or whatnot. Like, can there is things to it, but if we're just it, like, I feel like those people are thinking so small time, and they're the Funko Pop buyers that think that they're gonna resell their shit, you know, like, like
0: yeah. I don't have complete thoughts tonight. I just like trail <laughs> off. I'm sorry. This this show <clears> is <throat> not a complete thought. <laughs> To be honest
2: with you, I've been thinking about how to make this into like the masterpiece version of it, and I I've come up with like three ideas this show.
0: So <laughs> we'll Is, is the show what's getting your mind going or just the fact that you're not doing anything else right now? Uh the both. Okay. <laughs> so Kenny, do you do you wanna ask I can do that. I could do that. This is awkward, but Kenny, do you want to ask Travis about his dark ages so you can put your your data points on the graph?
2: Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Travis, this this is actually very interesting to to. Okay. Uh, so we believe we were talking before that we believe that there are dark ages in 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 things that we enjoy, right? So it could be, uh, right. you know, just I don't I don't want to give you the answer. Without, like, I don't want to give, give too much away because I kind of want to see like what you think about it because I think Chris okay. and I think in different ways about this. So was there a dark age or like a time where you were not into Lego and when was it and why?
1: So the answer is yes, I did have a dark age and it started when I was maybe in fifth or sixth grade is when I went into my dark ages. And the reason why was I was playing a ton of sports, doing little league baseball and football and all kinds of stuff all the way through high school and then went to college. And when I got married and had our first child and when they were of age to start playing with Lego, that's when I bought my first Lego set again. Well, I bought him one, and I bought me one. And that's kind of when I got back into Lego. Okay. So I was in my mid to late 20s when I came out of my dark age.
2: Went, how old were you in fifth grade? Like, 12, like 11, 12? So you went like 15 years, roughly.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. Give or take a few years, yeah.
2: Okay, cool. So, so it had nothing to do with the product. It was just your.
1: No, and when I learned about some of the Lego history, I went into the dark ages at the perfect time, <laughs> kind of when Lego, when Lego sucked. I actually went in right when a lot of uh, some of the the castle and and space sets that when I look back now I'm like, oh, I would have liked that if I wasn't in my dark age, but. The rest of everything that I missed out, I don't feel I missed anything.
0: Nice, yeah. Your yours covers a lot
2: larger period I, than mine, anyway. And Chris, yours is actually pretty big too, isn't it?
0: Um, only about five years. Five years. Okay, mine's around around that anyway. So I would say that Travis's is pretty typical. If if there's anything right. different about his is that he went into it sooner than a lot of people would. But he came out yeah, of it I'd, pretty much right when a lot of people do.
1: Yeah, when when I was a kid, I mean, if we got Lego at all, it was maybe like one set at Christmas or birthday. I mean, I had like... It, it felt like a bucket this big at home, but it was probably a, a bin that was pretty small. And the the amount of parts in it was enough for us to make... When I say us, me and my brother, we we would play Lego all the time. And it was enough for us to build a spaceship or uh, a little house or something. And we always had building competitions between the two of us on who could build, you know, the better spaceship or whatever. And, you know, we would always run out of parts before we were done. So we were just like, well, we're just going to judge it based on what we have. So we didn't we didn't have a ton growing up. So when I came out of it, and that's kind of when when I bought that first Lego set for my son, I was walking down the aisle, and I was like, holy shit, all of this stuff is really cool. I'm going to buy one for me and just see. And what I ended up buying was just a tiny little Technic set. And then I was like, okay, this is fun. And then I bought a lot of, um, what was that weird, like, Raging Racers theme?
0: The World Racers?
1: World Racers, yeah. I bought quite a few of those. I and that's kind of what really got me out of my dark ages was that little theme. Cuz it was this little
2: that were like like Technic but with a little bit of system and they had minifigures.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like kind of like what Ninjago does a lot in their sets, you know, a lot of the vehicles were Technic frames, but then they had all the, you know, the bricks built around it. But yeah, and then they had all the the crazy little figures and they were whatever. That was a, that weirdo. was a
0: good theme. It deserved more. Every set was a like a different race in a different Climbing. environment. You know, like some of them were boats, some of them were cars, some of them were like, you know airplanes, whatever. It was a every every set was this is a different race. There's two teams that had the conflict, and it was it was overall pretty wacky. Like they shot missiles and oil slicks and thumbtacks and all that. It was very yeah. wacky racers, but it was. It- it was it was a solid original IP that only went as far as it did because it doesn't have a TV show. It doesn't make you go watch a movie. It doesn't have a game. I love the original IP. Me too. Interesting. Chris, should we share our
2: Dark Ages?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, I can I can do that. So I. I had like a complete shift of interests right around, let's say, 12 or 13, where I stopped being interested in Lego, I stopped being interested in Transformers, um, I don't know what else I was doing at the time, uh, I started like the video games, I started working, and um, <clears throat> I think I just started... Hanging out with friends, like out outdoors more, and it, it was—it's strange to think about the complete line in the sand, and now all my interests are different interests. All of a sudden, I don't think I—and—and and this to—to—to to, to be clear, this is 2002, when Lego was pretty shit, and. I don't think I was really aware in the time of the quality of the sets. I I went I went right through the late '90s and the beginning of the 2000s, buying everything. Like I had the first wave of Bionicle. I had the I had all the Robo Riders and Throwbots. I had some of the Town Junior stuff in like '98. I didn't see a, a degrading of the quality at all at the time when I was in it. I could see it now. But I think I don't think that influenced my decision to not buy it anymore. But I did skip out on some pretty awful stuff. I came back in say two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when mm-hmm. I when I went to college and I I would come home from college and I'd have all this Lego there still and I'm not sure if it was the courses I was taking or something to pass the time during breaks or uh, a need for additional income but I decided to start putting all my sets back together out of uh, a heap an, a downright heap and and that eventually morphed into using the Piron website and then the BrickLink website and opening a store and buying parts <laughs> to complete sets to sell sets to start buying sets to part out to sell parts, and here we are now. But I had a pretty short Dark Ages, and I don't think I missed anything too terribly important from LEGO.
2: I think one of the best things, like, now, I mean, even then, there was always a means somehow, but, like, you could, you can go back if, if, if you wanted to, you know, which, which is nice uh, if you missed out on something. Uh, okay, so I took a I took a little bit of notes of both you guys. Uh, so, my dark age, like I specifically remember not liking things that they were putting out. It wasn't so much like outside influences or outside things. There were things going on where you know, similar to you guys, where I was, you know, you know, turning into high school, starting to get out of some things. Uh, but still liking them, but just being like, "All right, my focus is over here," but I'm still paying attention. But also, there is nothing that's that's interesting me. I'm uh, thinking about the what I feel like is the dark age of Lego products, because they would have just the one piece for a front end of a car, and I'm just like, "That's that's not what I want." I don't want to put one thing on and go, "I'm done," because building the thing out of the little things was what was fun, you know. So like, there wasn't much there that I wanted and I'm sure there was a thing here or there that I'm like that's cool Then I might have forgot about it faster because it was like oh I have hockey practice so that is my time right now as well but I got back into it so that was like early 2000s-ish and then I got back into it um, late late 2000s like yeah so it's it's around like a five to seven year period And then I started getting like some of the modulars and stuff when I worked at a mall that had a Lego store. And I was like, I'm buying something once a week. And then it just kind of (laughs) turned into that. But it was, for me, I just specifically remember not wanting anything. It wasn't um, uh, like many outside uh, things, because I would have made time for it. I would have found a way. But interesting. I, I think there's almost two ways to think. There's a, you know, having the other things that just not thinking about it like growing out of it or whatnot and then there's a you know i I i'm curious to know how many people are uh, will actively go i didn't like what they were offering and that's why i stopped and then i came back because i did like what they were offering
1: well it's funny you mention you don't like what they're offering i don't know if i'm going through that right now but i'm not buying a lot of stuff because i'm just not liking it but then part of me is like well i'm also don't need it so i'm i'm very um specific with some of my purchases based on the parts and if i mean unfortunately i feel that lego going back to some of what you mentioned where it's the big one piece and you just snap two or three two or three things together and you call it done that turns me off to where i don't even want to buy lego again if i see that
0: i reviewed uh, a city set today that is not a four plus set but it really should be it's like this it's a it's a stunt plane and two helicopters and these are those new ripcord helicopters where it's like a a one-piece helicopter the tail fin is a plastic sheet to cut weight and it's got a big propeller very similar to like a flying ninjago thing but it's it's 40 bucks it's like 140 parts and it focuses on these two ripcord helicopters and the part out is forty five dollars.
1: Jeez. So I, I almost feel like I'm going through like a hybrid dark ages where I'm still building with Lego. I'm just refraining from buying any more Lego. So I, I don't I don't think that's a dark age per se. But i'm not adding any additional lego to it i'm just using what i have
2: yeah so th- that that's an interesting uh thing to get into as well since it's such a unique toy that you could make whatever so what i kind of noticed too is i i think i uh, recently like this year i just i wanted it but there was nothing and then it took chris getting almost all of black blacktron too and i said yes and then I just went, okay, cool. I'm gonna get all the things I never did get because I was buying Ninjago. I went yeah. to Target and I bought everything. I would buy like two or three sets, like every trip. And I'm like, I'm just getting this because I want something, and it's not to yeah. me what I want. It's not awful. It's a it's original IP, and like I like that. Like I don't want to go buy all of the Angry Birds, you know. Like, it's just, I want just a Lego theme and. Then I just went that route, so like it was buying stuff from the 90s technically, I totally see what you mean, there's Dark Age now, like hidden inside. I would, I would have loved to have been interested in that you know, like, I'm happy that they're trying things, but none of it is for me, and that's okay, I just, I want kids to enjoy toys like that's great, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the product first for me, is do I like it or not, kind of,
1: yeah it's crazy because I'm always drawn me personally. I'm drawn to Ninjago when I look at the sets and then also like the, the monkey King or monkey, whatever they call it. Those sets have such unique and interesting new pieces, but I I can't justify dropping 40, 50, $60 on a handful of sets for a handful of just cool new pieces. Um, it, it's weird because two years ago I would have easily bought them I would, I would have got them all just because it's like oh I gotta have all these parts and you know look at all this stuff and now I, I just look at it and like oh that'd be kind of neat to have oh well and uh, I walk away from it and-
0: now do you think part of that is because and and the reason that I'm worried for Monkey Kid right now is because somehow it's only at the Lego store uh, I have I've never actually seen a monkey kid set in person because I haven't been to a Lego store and Same. Walmart yeah. and Target don't carry it either because it was supposed to be an exclusive theme at the Lego store or they just it hit at a time where they couldn't make enough to to send it out to all the retailers so they just kept it in house I don't know what the reason is but I'm worried about that theme because. When, we, when they first announced it, we all talked about it on the show, and I think the consensus on the show was nobody thought it was going to be successful, and I was the one who said, I think it's going to be very successful, I, I think the theme looks great, I think the integration with a mm-hmm. TV show that, I don't know, is, is it happening, who knows, I think the TV show integration is going to be sufficient. And I'd love to see this keep going, but I'm also a little biased in that. I, I like the I, original IPs better than the, the licensed ones. But Same. knowing that it's not in front of most Lego buyers, let's say most Lego buyers buy Lego, not at the Lego store. If I am to take a swing in the dark there, uh, it's not in front of most Lego buyers. I don't think it's going to work because of that. It's it's, and it's their own doing, but do you yeah. think uh, you're less interested in it because I don't know how many Lego stores you frequent, but it's not in front of you as often.
1: Um, possibly, I, f- I feel if it was at Target or Walmart, it would be more oh. easier impulse buy if I, I happen to see one. But yeah, you're right. I, you know, I'm I'm lucky enough to have a handful of Le- uh, Lego stores where I'm at, but. I don't really go there that often, you know, and especially now. I mean, it's something I don't really want to go to. There's less chance of infection if I stay away. So, um, I, I, I personally have never seen a monkey king in in person, but just from looking at it online, I, you know, I stream. I mean, I look through all the pictures and um, it just. Like I said, it looks fun to me, but then when I add up the price of everything and and then I go, okay, if I spend on th- these three sets $120, how many of the parts will I'm really going to you know, enjoy having in my collection? And I'm like, okay, that handful of parts is not worth $120 to me.
0: I think it would be easier no. if it had the everyday Walmart pricing or yeah. it was on a yeah. sale infrequently at Target or something like that. But the fact that it's every day, full price, forever at the Lego store, shop at home, uh, is just, I I don't know. That's not for everybody. Some people are like, new Lego set, full price, I'm in. That's fine. But I think myself and many other builders and sellers and collectors look for some kind of discount. They know that discounts exist, and therefore they're going to wait for that discount. This is one that you know what that, that theme
1: now. that theme for me is the perfect theme that I can tell someone to get me for Christmas, yeah like it, it'd be something that I would enjoy having as a gift. It's something I would want, but I, w- I wouldn't want to buy it for myself, so in my yeah. mind that's a perfect gift that's, and, yeah, I, I so, see
0: gifts the same way yeah yeah,
1: so I, I would that's something like that I see that's probably the only way that I would probably start acquiring any of them if someone gives them to me.
2: Hey, Chris, I'm with you on that, uh, that too, obviously, side topic, that I think that if it was at everyday retail, it would be a huge success. But I think the packaging, the colors, everything, would be anything to just grab little kids, and they would be into it, so it is really bizarre.
0: I'd love to know if it was just a matter of they couldn't, they couldn't produce enough. But then again, like there's a brand new Star Wars wave out. There's a brand new uh, uh, superheroes wave out. Whatever. Those are out at all the stores. But, I wonder
2: if they have a different production for those kinds of things. Like if they're more long-term thought. You know what I mean? Like they probably have the next two ad-ads like, already made and they're just like,
0: oh, when are we going to release these? It, it might also be a... Uh, uh, they're timed exclusive. No, no, they're. I hadn't thought about that, but no, I think they're they're being more cautious with it because it's not a sure thing. There's also no um, licensing to it, in that they're not beholden to anybody to to put out enough units. That kind of thing with, with Star Wars and superheroes, it's like they don't care. You're going to manufacture this, and you're going to put it out. That's the agreement. But with Monkey Kid, they, they're saying, well, we got to cut something as far as production goes, um, we're assuming. And the thing you're going to cut is, is the thing that you don't owe anybody. Then again, it's the thing that they would make the most profit on, personally, a- if they sold it. What are you going to get rid of out of the, out of the Lego aisle? Because they already take up a, a shit ton of space in terms of the <laughs> toy
2: section. So, what would they cut? Yeah, like the, the, with all the contracts of the license stuff, they're not going to cut Friends because Friends is that like, Ever- market, evergreen. Market. They're not going to cut Ninjago because that's their biggest homegrown stuff. And then after that, it's all the license stuff, pretty much. You know what I mean? Like City to cut, but I don't know. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Well,
1: I don't, I don't want to open a bag of worms, but they could cut the entire Lego City theme out.
0: <laughs> they they could take a break. They could do city every other year and it would still be fun. <laughs> I mean, it is a constant, yes.
1: Well, and city is the most overrated overpriced theme. Don't get me started on the City Square. That's the topic for next week. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so Let's uh, let's look at some space bases. And, and, Brian, that does not mean base plates. As many times as you think that space bases are just the base plates themselves, sometimes they feature base plates, but that's not sometimes what we're talking about. They raised base plates. I miss those. Actually, I don't because they're in the other room. So. <laughs> I already have them. All right. So I'm going to. We're going to do...
2: I'm very excited.
0: Full screen on that. We already added it. We're going to minimize. Okay. Let's see, this is working, right? Yeah, all right. So, all right. this is I'm a am excited. left this, or right, this, this or that kind of situation. Yeah, this
1: is, this is my first one. I'm excited mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do one of these.
0: So, on the left, we have the Unitron with a space station xenon. Base Station Xenon. And on the right, we have... The hold, hold, please. Is that the... <laughs> it's the missile something? Hold on. It's not Polaris 1, right? I don't believe so. Is there two? It's the base from Futuron. Let's go with Cosmic that. Cosmic Laser Launcher. Cosmic Laser Launcher. All right. So, both feature a 32 by 32 gray base plate with some stuff on it. I would say the Futuron 1 does a better job of making it a, a solid structure, while the Unitron 1 is like, here's several things. They're scattered. <laughs> Three small things. Okay. Three small th- I have gone on the record of saying I think
2: the Space Station Xenon is the worst piece because <laughs> it doesn't know what it wants to do. I like the little rover because it's got those cool blue parts on the sides. But well, Other than that, I think it's just a hot mess.
1: Yeah, I like, I like the the blue color scheme, but the this just the randomness of everything. It
0: doesn't. It, do it. it looks like it, the thing that the designers built with all the extra parts after they made the rest of the theme. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And
1: I mean, I'm struggling to see where the base is, other than that big half egg shaped thing.
0: They have that with some rocks to the sides of it and it's elevated i guess a little bit there's a little truck there's a little ship i don't yeah, know either. forget there. about that where's and, the base yeah, yeah. there's this little turret yeah i i kind of folds up kind of that's over here and that's that's it man yeah yeah, so yeah we we decided that we 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 were starting to wonder if
2: unitron was even a good theme at all because everything just seems so like half done
0: Starhawk. I don't know. I, is... I like
1: the blue. I like the blues color scheme. That's the only thing I like about that. But the one on the right is the one well, I want. Kenny,
0: uh, I'll tell you this: uh, those same panels are right here, and there's four of them. I know those are cool. Well, well, they're they're used as you would as you would uh, expect them to be used on the Do other You like ones, them better when they're laid yeah. down like this. I think that's really neat, and it's a simple tactic. It's not hard, you know.
2: But like, I just I love outside the box things like that. Um, but the future on one also has a sunroof as the as the, the little window inside the rocket so if you're sitting inside the rocket, it's literally just a hot rod sunroof uh which is just a neat use of that piece i think but yeah uh the future on all the way here
0: you got two different color guys too you got red and yellow so yeah this is the, neither of these are the winner but which one's moving on future on future on Yeah, there's no point in arguing. It's it's future on. It's it's not it's not great, believe me, but it's, it's not great. It's, it's going to get knocked so out like a If we're doing
1: if we're doing bases, I would choose that, but if we're doing That's fair. a bunch of shit, I would choose the one on the left.
0: <laughs> best best bunch of shit in Lego. Um, oh, actually, I can't wait for the profiles from space from Unitron cuz like look at this background, just the the dots and the moon. I hope that gets conveyed in that in that print. Yeah. Okay, moving on to bigger and better things. Well, smaller and better things. This is now the Space Police 1 Isolation Lockup Base.
2: Oh, yeah. So, this base is quite a bit skeletal and a little bit smaller than, than some of the others, but it also provides a fun play feature with literally every other set in the line where all of those capsules are interchangeable and it can hold I think it can hold four capsules total at once if yeah. not, you know it, like in an actual spot like obviously you could have a bunch like around or whatever but yeah
0: yeah there's two on the sides one on the lift and then one on the ship yeah um, I will mention yeah. that it uses the, the big technic rack and winder gimmick that a lot of the sets at the time did this set over here the future on one also does oops yeah. it is a uh, hey Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's jumping. This in the back right here is the same thing, and I'm assuming that these two side panels open up just like the rest of the bases. Just like another base yeah. that will come later. So gimmick-wise, they have the same gimmick. It's just, do you like do you like the whole play feature of storing the prison pods, or do you like uh, a rocket with a, a sunroof?
1: So here's what I like about the Space Police is... Just the look of it alone looks more like a, you know, with some imagination, it looks more like an enclosed base. And then you've got that, what looks like the rails that are coming out from that shoot. There's so much about that that just lends to, like, stimulating the imagination and all the play features with that, that to me, that's a cooler base.
0: Yeah, Space Police 1 is hard sci-fi. I don't the one on the right is, like, these are computers on swivels, like, er- very ergonomic <laughs> yeah. here. You can you, you can approach it from the left or the right, and you can still type all your numbers in. So, the thing I like about the feature on
2: one is, I feel like that's a base of operations. And the space police one is simply their jail cell area. So we were talking about this uh, uh, before as well, where it almost seems like on the what was it? the the nineteen
0: ninety seven police station it was a it was a police station and then it was a little like floating <laughs> island with a prison cell on it famously featured in lego island the p c game and this space police set almost feels like this is the separate uh prison cell out back to an actual police station
2: yeah like, they could have, like, their base is actually Exodus off screen, and this is just this area. So, I agree with both of you. I love the look of it. The, the you know, rails sticking out where, like, a ship would obviously fly out of. This is really cool, and I really enjoy it. Um, so, but I won't get into the monotony of, of the base exactly, but I do see that, and I think that's great. Plus, I love things raised up on the stilt things, and I know they both do it, but.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go space police. space police. Space police, of course.
1: Yep, space police for me.
0: Okay, this now it's one of my least favorites. This is the <laughs> android starbase yep. from Explorians. I just have found that I really don't like Explorians. <laughs> I don't know what it is about them. I think it it's almost reaching that that juniorization level in in, in the late later nineties. Yeah. And the, the gimmick is like, hey, hold these trans-red and trans-dark-blue pieces over these, these stickered tiles, and it's like a reverse 3D glasses effect where you see one image or you see another image, and that's the whole gimmick. Now, this
2: is the first base that I ever got. And I love just that dome, that encapsulated area, and I just think that's so cool. And
0: I mean, we got we got one of those right here. You can have this one. No,
2: but that's just a quarter. Like, look how many. This is four pieces that make an actual.
1: Oh, so th- that's a fully enclosed dome.
0: No, it's it's it's, it's two. It looks line, like half. And then it's half. Yeah, it's an extended yeah. half because it has the two flat ones on the sides that that bring it back further. So if you added two more right, round ones right. on the back, it'd be like an oval. But it's almost enclosed. But for, from, from, you know, like a
2: Lego enclosure and obviously other than, like, some, some of the more recent things that they do modular-wise, the back of a building is, is typically open. So, so you can actually, right.
1: It's, uh, so it's, it's a dollhouse-style space station. Exactly.
0: So it
2: feels like that enclosed. And I'm obsessed with enclosed things in space. I love it when, like, a cockpit is, like, fully enclosed and it's not, like, open on the sides or whatever. But... Uh, I, like the, the gimmick of the, the doors opening up simultaneously from the from the situation on the top, I love the little rover. Even though even though everything is so simple here, I very much enjoy it. I
0: and, think the gimmick is very unprofessionally done for the time. I I, it, I can see it, it's it's sitting on these tiles so that it slides. Everything seems to be just built up enough to allow the gimmick to work but yeah. not built with the intention of, of featuring the gimmick. It's like, here's what we want it to do. Make sure oh. that it can pull it off, but no more than that. The rover fits perfectly inside the center there. That's the uh, that's part of it, too. Yeah, you can back this truck right into this back gap right up. here and close the door in front of it so that it <laughs> takes up the whole inside of this. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, that's cool. It's getting
2: worked on. They can take their helmets off.
1: So. Yeah, the, the only thing that's kind of turning me off from this is it if the space station was a little bit more than just those giant, you know, quarter dome pieces, um, and, and like Chris was saying, kind of just doing enough for the gimmick is kind of not enough for me. Um, and it, it reminds me of some of the, the modern sets that have the big, big one piece type of thing. Now I, I get the whole trans part of it. It looks cool to have this kind of terrarium-looking big glass piece, but um, I just wish there was more to the actual space station. Like if you could have maybe taken out the little flying ship and just to have a little bit more rover accessory type stuff in there, I, I would I, I would really like that. But even if
0: you think, put it up on rocks or something, you you built down here more instead of just there's like it covers the entire length of where this door needs to swing on on I mean, Is there, is there, a, and that's it.
1: It's like, it's like the ship needs like a landing pad or something, or maybe we just don't see it on there.
2: No, there's no it, landing it, pad because yes, that was one thing as a kid. I was always always like, where where does this go? It, it doesn't have a place where it wants to be. Right so th- this is, and we'll see more after this, where they, like, these are on the, the smaller, half-base base plate. So, yes, if use a different base plate, maybe the ship could have been integrated differently with the landing pad, different elevation or something. So I think that the Space Police one does a lot more with what it has.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, it Space police, like, going straight up, that's just, you know, it just d- deceives you with how big it is. And like, uh, that's that's. Uh, this is a tough one for me. So,
0: well, we'll make it easy for you. I vote space police. <laughs>
1: I'm leaning towards space police.
0: Okay. Oh uh, yeah. All I right. either of these are going to win still. So I, yeah, I yeah. Know that. Okay. Now we introduce the uh, rocket something. What is it? Uh, shit. Lunar. You should know this. I know. The I'm... secret launch site. Uh, lunar launch site. Lunar launch site. From Spireus. Another background that's super awesome. Oh yeah. This is gonna be one of the one of the So this ones. uses the the ramp and pit raised base plate. It has one of the quarter domes. It has a missile that exposes itself from two halves of a, a mountain or a rock or something. With uh, I, I think it uses the pit underneath pretty well in that there's got to be somewhere for all the propulsion to go when it launches this rocket and it's like there's the cavity
2: so the weird thing about this is I, the gimmick of the moving now, mountain I don't know if I'm not seeing it if I if I need to have a child's eye because this, this is the one there was always one set from every space team that I wasn't able to get as a kid I got like most of the other ones and I did not have this. So I don't know if I'm just missing it, but the whole mountain thing just seems like a mess to me. Like it doesn't, like it's supposed to slide and like angle down. Like you see how it's like kind of uh, laying back a little bit there, it goes farther than that. It's really bizarre. Uh, that said, it's a it's it's a sweet little situation because they're obviously trying to hide their,
0: their missiles. <laughs> I love how they break the boundaries of the base plate. The, the enclosure is Hang at, hanging off by, I don't know, six studs or so. In fact, the, the, the sliding part in front of the mountain also hangs off by several studs. They, they don't feel confined by this raised base plate, even though that was well enough space for 32 by 32 for the, like, the rest of the bases we've seen.
2: And the back part of the dome swings out, too, like that where that dish is that's on the
0: hitch. Okay, that can go out even further.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out why that minifigure is wearing a clear helmet.
0: It's an android. They, uh, they just had a clear helmet with no visor. That's, that's the way it rolled. Fact, but in if you get in crazy, space, uh, in space,
1: androids don't need a, a helmet, do they? The
0: android in here just has a transparent stud on top of its head, and that's it. <laughs> and it's actually the same android, just in a color swap.
2: Yeah, head is, is.
1: Yeah, there's there's so much playability with this that I don't think this picture does does the set justice um man these are when did the set come out this would have been 1994 94. yeah that was definitely in my dark ages um honestly this is the first time me looking at it and i kind of like it um
0: even after kenny's glowing review it's rad
1: the the thing that the, the the only thing that is and it's that the quarter dome piece Kenny's favorite piece in all these sets um it, you said that opens like it hinges the, open
0: the back yeah back here where this uh dish yeah. is that'll swing out on a hinge right here at the back of the dome it's so it'll there. swing out here side, I you see
1: oh okay so i i like that so it gives you the sense that you could enclose it Maybe not fully, but you know, at least you can put a few minifigs in there, and they're they're in their their base. Oh. Um, and then,
2: uh, this uh, shit, where'd it go? Uh, I was mentioned that the sparius Droid could use its magic helmet to turn invisible, except for its
0: red hands. <laughs> Where are you reading that from, man? Uh, yeah, Brick-ped- I'm on Wikipedia.
2: I was trying to find his name because his name is like. Major Karkowski or something. So I'm not finding it
1: here. Out. Uh, no, oh, you had it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, there it is.
2: Yeah. Spiryansovik with Major Karkowski <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's I, interesting. I
0: like the point you bring up that this this enclosure can be open for play or kind of more closed up for a different play.
1: So you know, I, I get back to like the topic of the the judging. We're judging on the base, so there's a lot of missile launching going on here, but that's kind of part of the base because it is the the lunar launch site. Um, so you know, it if if I look at the base by itself, it's eh, it's it's all right. But when I look at the set as a whole, it it makes sense, and I I kind of like it.
2: Uh, what I think is kind of funny, the little saucer, I almost feel like they were they built that and they built the saucer scout, and they're like, which one's going to work with the base? And then the other
0: one, you just make it its own set, because <laughs> I think they're both like rad little, little ships there. A so, little lunar ship, lunar yeah. Site. It's got a ship and a rover as well. Yeah.
2: yeah. Lunar launch site, it's got the ship and a rover, you know, three of the same faction. The big sticker is
1: Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm voting for it. What the hell?
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Let's vote for it. So now this one's gotta jump over to the arachnoid star base, which is kind of a base, kind of a rover. And it's from Insectoids, the the OG Galaxy Squad. The front
2: the front piece comes out with like those big legs and then Back piece on the three wheels is like the base, with that half circle being like the enclosure for it, and you can fit a couple people in there. Uh, then you've got that weird little tumor of a little
0: tower. That outpost, yeah, that outpost never really made sense. It, it, they definitely didn't need it in the set. It's just like, hey, you wanna you wanna leave a guy behind? Here you go. He can be stationed here. Yeah, it's a little
2: bizarre, and that. The ship is the nose of the ship is the is the pin thing. Like,
0: it's guess really sad. This ship? Oh, sorry. <laughs> this little thing? <laughs> yeah. It's just the like the six piece <laughs> like, little glider here. Yeah. yeah, the the five bricks. <laughs> where does uh where does it plug in? I forget. I don't even. I don't know. It definitely plugs in somewhere. Just like store <laughs> it here. I think it, I, the front is a pin. I think,
2: you see where the green the green is to the right side and on the left side it's open? I think he goes into there. but I don't know if he clips it. On
0: yeah, that side,
2: but the other side where there's no, like, pin screen over it. I think that's where that goes somehow. Or it just sits oh, okay. I forget. It, it was definitely yeah, a let down. The, those, those, like, rear legs that are, like, where he's sitting, like, where you're is there? Those mm-hmm. are so, uh, uh, it's like swingy. Like if you touch the thing, they're just swinging all over
0: the place. Oh, there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't any friction. So this is a turntable with a hinge on top, and so these legs could could move up and down and left and right. And they had magnets on the end, so the legs acted kind of as arms to pick stuff up right. with the magnets. But yeah, since there was no friction to this turntable, they kind of just swung wild.
2: Yeah, easy fix, but still. Like in the, original, in the original, thing. So I think I think the picture of this is a lot more impressive than if you were playing the set.
1: Yeah. So this is more of a mobile command base. Yeah. And uh, I the the big pre molded legs. Not really digging that. And what, what's with the little hard plastic wheels on the side? So does it roll?
0: Yeah. It do, it does. Yeah. But then Don't, the the any of the legs actually touch the ground. I think just the wheels do.
1: Right. So they're of
0: course if you if you pull the whole front out, which it 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 ends in this like thorax thing yeah. here, you pull that out. Of course, it'll sit wherever you want it to. Um, it even has the little little scheming hands in the front. So but, it does do a lot. It does it does a lot for what it is. Uh,
1: yeah, there's there's a lot of base to it, but it's it's a mobile base. And yeah, it's 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 weird.
0: So yeah, if I if I if I can throw this in, I think the Stingray Stormer from the Stingray Aquazone theme did a better job at a similar base that was also a vehicle than this one did. Yes, I agree. That thing is awesome. Yeah. Um, I have to fight my bias this time because I had the Arachnoid Star base, and I thought it was great. I think but, I like. I think we just
2: shat on it, and it's not as bad as. We just did.
1: <laughs> I, I think it's cool for a set. I I struggle to want to call it a base.
0: So it's in the base category because we already had they had a large I uh, wheeled vehicle already that we put into the large wheeled vehicle category, and it doesn't have anything close to a base. And this one has base in the title, yeah, so
2: so it is your base. And, I like, I see this thing as, like, moving slow if it was moving. And then, like, the, yeah. the little thing that comes out would be, like, a little scuttle scuttle thing. I don't know. I think it fits the theme really well to be, you know, their base. That it's yeah. A thing. Like, it's, it's just like the queen in a hive. Like, the queen can move, but she's pretty much just chilling, just pumping out babies. launch like,
1: I don't know, the yeah. more I look at it I'm I'm ignoring those those big leg pieces and I I kinda like some of the detailing in it.
2: It's it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I, I could see myself voting for it. It's crazy. i I've just been staring at that picture of the arachnoid star base and then when I look over, it's like, Oh, I voted for that one. <laughs> so I, I kinda <laughs> I'm kinda going for the star base.
2: So look, another thing because because uh, that was the one that I got this year too. Building it was a letdown with some of the the techniques and, and just like the, the open spaces that it was clear it's like if you just put a brick there it would look a lot better but you didn't and there was no need not to. And so it was like that kind of bummed me out a little bit. Like the cockpit in the front is not built as well as I would have liked. Obviously, again, yes, you can you can change it on your own, but. Um, just out of the box, I was kind of
1: like, "Ah, eh, I wish this was a little." Ah, we lost Chris. Damn it. Ah, are, are those little wing pieces? Are those flat, uh, like plastic? What is that? The
2: little blue ones.
1: Yeah, that are in that little eight-piece little flyer thing.
2: Yeah, it's it's just like a little uh, wing attached to like the three the three prong like
1: hinge. Yeah. <laughs>
2: to that basically um so they can only go up and down on that one i believe they can't go back like back yeah back. um they do they use those on on they have large ones there's, there's a couple really cool vehicles that they used because they're obviously just like bugs flying around and stuff but um
0: they did they did the bug concept really well and galaxy squad did it pretty well as, as well um, the difference is the Galaxy Squad had to incorporate the conflict of like good guys versus bad guys. When this was just you buy it, it's all insectoids. Buy whatever else you want to combat it. <laughs>
2: yeah, the only, the only um, conflict that there was that we included was just the the one prisoner on space police ships. Everything else we, we, we just bought everybody that came.
0: So I I think I'm going to have to go with Spireus just because of the the molds they broke with with the the shaping of it. It's it's not great, but they they changed things up. And yeah, this is also a a rover base that we haven't seen yet except for potentially just Emtron, but I I think the out of the out-of-the-grid techniques they, they went for with Spireus base. I think I like that better.
2: It's, yeah, Spireus. I still don't think it's... Gonna I was a bit surprised.
0: Alright, we got the uh, Ice Station Odyssey. Oh! <laughs> you gotta pay the pay the toll right here before the, uh, the laser arm goes up so you can go up the ramp.
2: Now, this is, I believe, the first one we've looked at that has two base plates.
0: Even though the second one is almost unnecessary. There's not a lot going on on the side base plate over here. You can, you, like, the rocket is in over there. There's a rocket, uh like rest.
2: And there's a whole uh, assembly where you can, you know, with the, with the rocket arm mover thing. And it, it's just snow. You can just, there's... there's they can just stand on the snow now.
0: Yeah. So this has uh, <clears throat> two of the quarter domes, and they're split in the middle. I don't. They don't come together, right, Kenny? It's like they're uh, split. They, together, but they have
2: that that uh, that arm that you were talking
0: about earlier with the teeth. And if you see that um, the dish. Okay, so that'll it'll stick that up in the air. That goes up as the uh, the rock that that
2: whole piece there uh, lowers. You would you would spin the, spin the wheel to to lower it or raise it. So I think the idea is the rocket takes off, and then so you don't need it to stand up anymore. So you lower it, and then the dish is picking up the satellite, like whatever. That's just kind of where my thought process goes. You got That's... a rover that can carry a rocket. Is so they're just all about putting rockets in the atmosphere? That's all they want to do.
0: They're just trying to find a way to get off this ice planet fucking cold
1: man <laughs> Yeah th- this reminds me of of stuff that I would have bought when I was a kid like if I was given go to the store and you can have whatever you want this is something I would definitely buy oh so good so, There's um there's <laughs> just so much playability with it and you know the the actual you know there's there's a reason why everything is there Exactly it, it's there's more concept and thought put into it. I, I really like this.
2: There's a lot going on in what they're doing. So you've got the the skis on those like post things. After you get past the lasers, there's still another little door that's gotta open for you. It's got the three different heads because you got the babe, you got the
0: Commander Cold, and you got the regular guy. Oh, you're talking about this, this little this little bar over here swings open to let you in. Man, they got all kinds of security. Yep. <laughs> a little ski ski thing off to the right there. That's a sweet little
2: vehicle. This thing's just awesome, man. Man, I see Odyssey all the way.
1: Well, even the even the arm on that little rocket to the very far right. There's some sort of arm holding it up. That looks like it it lifts and does stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, a track,
0: so it goes side to side, because it, it can load it into where that. Other oh yeah. Is. Oh shit, yeah. So there's a holster down here for the rocket. It can also load it into this truck. It can also slide with it up in the air and put it onto the launch bay. I assume, oh yeah. Yeah. When yep. when it's, like when it's forward and the whole thing lays down, it can drop it on there. So the whole process, it's very, you know, it reminds me a lot of the the launch command. Uh, launch site from, like, 95 or so, where you can enact the entire process of it over and over again. The playability is great. This one over here, you you, you slide it open, slide it closed. That's about it. Yeah. So, playability standpoint, I put it up there with that Space Police 1 that lost earlier. I as as far as there's even. so much you can do with it, I think there's a lot more that it, that it can do. This thing, and the colors, when it comes with translucent yeah. chainsaws. <clears throat> Got to have transparent orange chainsaws. All right, I vote yeah. Ice Planet.
1: Yeah, it's an easy vote. That's mine.
2: Ice
0: Planet, you'll be caught up in the Ice Planet. Okay. Uh, this is the message intercept base from Blacktron 1. Uh-oh. A.K.A. the champion. <laughs> so I'll take you through the madness here. It has not only one, but two of the long Technic racks with winders. One can take this outpost here with the quarter dome from roughly this point where it connects to this hallway, this in fully enclosed hallway, out to out here it slides I don't know fifteen to twenty studs to the to the side, so it i don't know I don't know why you'd want it to go just that far out, but perhaps you can build it much farther. It comes with one crater plate here, for mm-hmm. brian brink it has uh the main base here, which is very open on the front and in the back. It doesn't look like it's open in the back, but that's just the background you're seeing through there. It's open on the back. It has another rack, which will spread these two side panels apart while simultaneously moving these two dishes up here to the side. So the whole thing opens up and moves in a bunch of very fragile ways. This ship here right here can land right in the middle here. The rover doesn't really have anywhere it can go. Everything's up on more than stilts. It's it's a few bricks higher than just the stilts. And there is... Part of this hallway here swings open so you can get in there, but otherwise it is all enclosed. And it comes with uh four dudes? Five dudes. One, two, three, four, five. Does, does the, uh, the flyer that lands on that, that pad, right? Yep, there's uh, the two little fences right here. There's a slot for it. It can land right there. It's
2: got that piece I like, too.
0: So, uh, I'll never not vote for Blacktron One.
2: I mean, you will next next time.
0: <laughs> it's probably the biggest. I don't know about part count, but I think it might be the biggest of all the sets we're looking at. It, it definitely does have a lot of
2: parts, but it has a lot of big parts too. That's a bad thing. That's a great base. So.
1: Yeah, the the thing I like about this is the size and the fact that it is it does have that sense of enclosure, even when even when the say that that little hangar landing bay area, when you you imagine you open that up so the ships can land and then you you close it, that that gives you that imaginary sense of enclosure. Um, the little pod that detaches, I don't know why. You, that kind of confuses me, but um, I, I, I wouldn't take anything away from that because, you know, yeah, maybe it's a, like a like, containment chamber or something. I don't know.
0: It's also like two stories in here. So there's a there's a workstation up here at the very top yeah. of it where this guy is seated. And then there's a full floor down here. So it's like a two story area in there. And if you remove this crater plate, you made another base plate and you could continue this. um Technic rack further, and you could have it go as far as you want. Then again, we're not talking about what you could do with the set outside of the set itself.
1: Yeah, this this is going to be a hard one to beat. I mean, there's there's so much to it. I mean, I think all it's missing is maybe a missile or something, (laughs) some sort of some sort of defense system.
2: They're just just intercepting messages. You know, that's all they want.
1: I, yeah, I mean, Blacktron is one of my favorites, and um, as much as that, God, that, that ice ice missile one looks so good, Blacktron is.
2: Uh, it, it, it's tough for me, too, and the ice planet is quite possibly my favorite theme ever. But I do, base wise, I love that hallway. That's one of my favorite things
0: on any. They did a great space. job of enclosing it. It didn't, by all standards, it didn't need to be enclosed at all. Like when else are we getting a hall like a space corridor like that that's enclosed? And that is super cool. Uh,
2: that that's a great base. There's a lot of great
1: uses. Uh, well, it's something something funny that I always liked about the the Blacktron ones are those stupid little hoses. I mean, there's they're not connected really from one thing to the other there. but they just add that cool little detail of oh look at that I, I remember having some of those as a kid and it's like we would incorporate those in every single one of our builds
2: yeah those hoses are great uh, uh man this is this is tough this is tough for me because <laughs> this thing
0: is great well it's only going to take one of you because i'm voting blacktron yep. Uh, What say you?
1: Uh, I can be the tiebreaker if you want to go ice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know. Okay. God damn it. This is this is gonna hurt, but I. I, I'm on Ice Planet. <laughs>
1: uh, I gotta go. Blacktron.
0: That's... Yeah. You get in space police brutality. Blacktron. All right. So now Blacktron on Blacktron action. Now um, the The Blacktron Two Sellout Station versus the one and only Blacktron One Base. Here, what is this one called? The Nebula... Alpha Centauri Outpost. Sure. Alpha Centauri (laughs) Outpost, a.k.a. when Blacktron sold out to the man. Okay, so, it's a cooler name. It's cooler
2: colors. It's got a bigger ship.
0: It's got two base plates still, so
2: they're not losing there. They got a raised base plate. They got the fucking... the two giant stilt parts in the middle there. It's got Staircase... There's a staircase in there. They got the white the white jet pack. Is this another ship right here? Yep, that's another little ship that can attach to the, the front of that ship because the, they're all modular. They can go throughout all the whole entire theme. They, they can all switch around. Um, it's, got the little, it's, got, it's got hoses. It's got hoses everywhere. It's got more colors. Blacktron was just black and yellow. Blacktron 2 is black, white. Okay, it's still two colors. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Black Tron 2, all the way. So much going on here. So awesome. It's got it's got my favorite piece ever. The the I don't know what dimensions it is, but the inverted slope that goes on the sides of the that, that fit into the the raised base
0: plate here. Ugh. Did you mention it has light pads? It has nine volt lights. Yep, it's got that. It's got the lights on the landing pad.
2: Uh, the kind sh- of it's great. It, it it has those those things that open up on the sides and the back so you can put stuff in there. It's got two dishes, a dish on the
0: on the on the base and a dish on the ship. It doesn't have any enclosures. Yo, they don't, they don't care. They're, they're,
1: they're just, <laughs> I was about to say that. There's no enclosures.
2: They're hanging out in those balls, okay? The ball is their enclosure.
1: So this is to me this is the the shiny new hotness. This is the 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 modern you know tesla versus your your classic you know 70s hot rod
0: it was one year later too (laughs) i know (laughs) but like this is like 88 to 89 right here
1: (laughs) but the, the the way that they they morphed it so quickly it 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 didn't need it i mean just expand what was already there don't have to do this. I, I never liked the, the white Blacktron figures. Oh. The I, I always like the, the classic the f- all black ones. I mean it's Blacktron. They're they're supposed to be all dressed in black.
2: Blacktron one looks like Charlie Sheen from The Wraith.
1: I love I love the landing base plate in Blacktron two. Oh it's
2: so good. I'm um, I, I, I Blacktron
1: wish it had two
0: is the is the company that owns the company that owns the water source, and Blacktron Two is the record label that that promises you lots of money, but owns all the masters. Black- Blacktron Two is that corporate evil, not that pure space evil. Hey, we're looking yeah. at offset. We're not looking at
2: all your conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> Black. Okay, so this one's got like two like pads that you can hang out on. So there's like a like. Where the where the, the the supports are, there's like a situation to stand on over there. and Do you know your Blacktron things? And on the front, there's like those grating, like the great, uh, uh you know, pieces that you can
0: hang out on. And Blacktron one has a fucking hallway. Yeah,
2: that's cool. So check this out, okay? So the <laughs> so it's the message intercept base and the Alpha Centauri outpost. So that. So,
0: right, so you're suggesting that this is a lesser. Lesser structure to begin with, and it should be judged accordingly.
2: No, I'm saying that it's that much better, and it's only their outpost. Just imagine what their <laughs> base looks like. Okay? This is just the outpost, and it's still better.
0: Their base is just one of those spires from the Matrix, but all the pods are these things. <laughs>
2: oh, uh, the Alpha Centauri Outpost. It wins in name, it wins in look, it wins in.
0: Dimension. So really, we're both trying yeah. to sell Travis right now. Yeah. These are the last two, by the way. One of these is the winner, Look and one of them babies. is second place.
2: Look at those big so I, I
1: keep I keep going back to which one, if if I didn't know the name or the theme, which one would I call a base? The, the landing pad is screaming base, but they both have landing pads. The Blacktron 1 is more of like a hangar slash landing pad. I absolutely love the crater plate.
0: Background two is a parking lot. Yeah,
1: the the landing pad is yeah, that's there's nothing natural about that. And they built- Whereas the crater the crater plate it's like no. they are in space. They
2: are it's, this, this let, let's let's not get hung up on the word base, okay.
0: Well let's also <laughs> note that they clearly use the exact same plastic uh styrofoam photo shoot (laughs) area here for both of them uh the 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 unnatural sand dunes now now like what what's okay so blacktron 2's got the big bees they're
2: showing off what they're doing and then blacktron 1 is like yeah you know the
0: triforce from zelda we just put that upside down man so we we should really delve into that at some point (laughs) <laughs> what year did Zelda first start its production? 1986. Is that when the first game came out or when they first started making the game?
2: Uh, I don't know when they started making the game. So,
0: so before 86. It came,
2: yeah, it came out in 86. I
0: believe. Then you got to wonder how long in advance did Lego start making Black Tron. Who, who copied the other one? You could also look at the uh, tool company Delta that uses the same, same symbol. It's it's just a, a geometric style.
2: Yeah, but guess what? We're not having that conversation about anything mm-hmm. on the Blacktron TVs. Okay. Nobody copied them. They're they're true OGs, and they didn't copy nobody.
0: They, they don't. They don't need to go. Hey, our name starts with B. They go <laughs> if you if you know you know. So and you don't you don't talk about Blacktron. That's rule number one. <laughs> their their
2: whole name is Blacktron Future Generation. Okay, so they're just looking towards the future.
0: And- you got to stop pulling these alternate facts from Wikipedia. <laughs> no, that, 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 that's not from Wikipedia. That was in the books back in the day. Future Generation was the subtitle. The Blacktron. Uh, these are the the offspring of Blacktron One that were disowned by Black. These are the the kids <laughs> who decided to start their own business and it wasn't sanctioned by the parents. I thought you were gonna say it's the kids of Blacktron and Mtron, and then they made Blacktron Two
2: <laughs> because they combined things.
1: Well, here's here's the deal. Um, I love both these things. They they both look great. Um, they both have hose. I love hose. Hose in
0: different areas.
1: I. Whereas they they both have a solid argument for being a, a solid base. I'm going to have to go with, um, I, I have a gamer tag that I use, and it is Blacktron, so I'm going for Blacktron. That's that's that, the that's one.
0: That's a I'm, nice fun fact right there. I did not know that.
1: Yep. Right. So, Future generation. That, that's my vote. Sorry, Blacktron 2.
2: Wait a second. Look at the, look at
0: the. <laughs> oh, wait, number. wait. They're one I, number. I, Kenny, Kenny, you're you're the guy, you're you're the guy at outside of the polling place. It's like, hold on, I know you came here to vote, but what if I completely changed your mind right now in the next five seconds?
2: No, it wasn't even that. I just noticed the numbers. How are they just one number off from each other? And they came out like a lot of shit came up between them.
1: Back in Um, those days, they didn't release a hundred sets a week.
0: They also, yeah, they also went by tens back in those days. So um so uh Blacktron one was probably like fifty seven, sixty seven, seventy seven, eighty seven, and uh then the Blacktron two is probably up by one, but also by tens. Interesting. That's kind of cool.
1: Honestly, Blacktron one is is my it was my vote from the get go. You know, I, I enjoy listening to you trying to sell it. If they would have had a different foam table on the Blacktron Two picture, I may have <laughs> voted that one. Blacktron Black Two can't even be contained
2: by this photo. You're missing so much of the base. There's so much to the right, like it's there's Yeah, there's I a mean, there's mean, maybe we can have a.
1: Maybe we can have a rematch one day when we get some alternate pictures, but um, I I don't know. I just I like Blacktron One.
2: Pictures of my Alpha Centauri Outpost. And Chris will take pictures of his messages. Bah, 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 Wait, he doesn't have it anymore
0: because because he, you know, it's not good enough. I had two of these built at one point. That's how cool it is. I've never built the other one. That's how not cool it is. <laughs> That's how you don't know how cool it actually is.
2: I mean, this thing's great. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. This thing's great.
0: If, hey, if Blacktron 2 didn't try to, to shoehorn in the 9-volt uh, the battery box with light gimmick, they probably could have pulled off a lot more base for their base. It, in. it, was, it was hidden perfectly. It does not hold it back at all. No, I, I mean, not that it wasn't integrated well. It's just they said, we need another gimmick for this. It did not. And, and didn't. I can't assume that the 9-volt inclusion was a cheap inclusion from a set-to-set basis. Could have had more base. This is a great. Chose to have lights instead.
2: And I think I think I w- I will acquire one in, in my lifetime because I'm this.
0: Well, I got one in my store, so there's that. That's true. <laughs> I sold the other one. I might even had three at one point. I
2: mean, let me let me put it this way: there actually is no pointless gimmick in Alpha Centauri Outpost. Where, however, this one to move over in lego guy size to move over about 10 to 15 feet <laughs> I, I i don't quite understand <laughs> i think it looks great in, in either configuration don't get
0: might have been better if they took the crater plate and made it this corner back here and just kind of built the the struts around it and had more space to venture outward but you can only go as far as this uh i think it's 16 or 18 long I this like yeah i think
1: what what they needed was where where the little uh spaceship is in the picture if they would just had another module part of the base there oh, so it's to connect to okay yeah so it slides from yeah. back, you know, one side to the other that would make more sense
0: yeah. it's it's like a ferry Goes back and forth between yeah. the, the the walkway here. And yeah, just the rest floating of out over here.
1: Yeah, floating out to nowhere is kind I of agree. kind of different, but yeah, still the winner. Better
0: reception over there. It's like when you when you twist the rabbit ears. <laughs> We're in a dead <laughs> zone over here. We gotta go ten feet that way. <laughs> so you said that hey, like
2: that's not because of uh, it's an age thing, is it? Just kind of hanging on. Like, when
0: it opens up? What's that? You said that it was fragile. Like oh, yeah. It's it's just... It, it's an age of engineering. Yeah. So, it's... The Technic rack goes straight up right here. It's, it's this yellow one. You see it right here. And then it's connected to these plates here. There's turntables here, 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 and here. Where... It's just a two-by-two two turntable plate. So this goes up, and everything rotates so that it, it spreads itself out, but it's all hinges on everything being connected exactly right and this connection being strong enough where this whole apparatus is connected to the rack right here by, I think, jumpers on a plate.
2: Right. I gotcha. Um, it,
0: it, it could have been built better... Had it not been in nineteen eighty seven you know um, you know it's not fragile <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think with this one if if they had the modern technic system with all those studless pieces, they could i mean it would be pretty awesome to make something like that Absolutely. A, modern basically modernize this set.
0: That's a big theme on this show, is Uh-oh. give us the sets we loved from the 90s and 80s, but but build them with current technology and not as many price and part restrictions.
2: We'll modernize them 97% of the way, and <laughs> not finish it.
1: Well, I feel this one could be modernized easier than the Alpha Centauri, because well, that, that Alpha be- Centauri's on that giant base plate, unless you just build all that out of bricks. It this one is this That's one's awesome. just on
0: regular play. Danny's about to say the Alpha Centaur doesn't need any updates. No, it doesn't <laughs> need any updates. It's already perfect. That thing's great. You know. Well, it's it's a perfect second place. All that needs
2: is just more of those landing pads attached to it. Oh, wait. No, it doesn't. Because I already have them all attached. And it looks fucking awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put a link to me dropping it and we'll see how it holds up.
2: <laughs>
0: A link to uh, how corroded is the battery box.
2: is <laughs> perfect, thank you, Bricks on the Dollar. <clears throat> That's
0: right, I did sell you one. <laughs> I didn't. Even, so, yeah, I I I got a bunch of Blacktron Two sets in the boxes, used, traded in, and I didn't really want to have to inventory them, so I uh kenny was expressing interest in buying them so i sold it all straight to him without even checking it out so i think in the aerial intruder and it was not big all right that means we only have one of those brackets left in the in the coming weeks we'll get to the big ship which is gonna be great <laughs> Fantastic. for 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 once it's not gonna go to blacktron uh, Blacktron 2 has a chance. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it absolutely does not. It's a great ship. It's just not as big or as in- impressive. It absolutely has no chance. But
2: you know it does have a chance. and will probably win.
0: Um, both of the Space Police sets? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that one has a chance either. Oh
2: that's 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 the number one seed for me all right
0: and after all that we'll look at all the winners and uh, i don't know it's been tossed around that we could have all the winners compete against each other but they're all different categories i don't think that really makes sense all right so uh get us out of here travis
1: (laughs) all right so thanks for watching the show as always um all there's probably like two or three viewers left, so appreciate you guys sticking to the end. Don't forget to check out String Cheese and Applesauce, all the fun stuff there. Uh, Kenny on the Penny, do you have, do you have a channel?
0: Uh, no, I'm just Kenny Project.
1: Okay, don't check out Kenny, and then all things Bricks, go to Bricks on the Dollar.
0: That's right. Hey, that was great. That was much better than when I put somebody else on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, when I get put on the spot, I just do that.
2: <laughs> he's,
0: he goes away.